My name is Jeremy Devins and welcome to the Quiet Mind Yoga Podcast. And today I'll be sharing all about how to work with this app called Align 27 to know the planetary hour or the hora and how you can plan your day. Even if you don't know anything about astrology, this is one of the coolest, most helpful apps that I've found. It's very effective. It's free to use. There's a paid version, but you don't need that to do what we're going to do in this episode. And I'm going to show you how you can use this to plan your day, to know when you're up in energy. And you know you've had these times where it's just like you just feel down, you feel off, you need to reset and recharge and this app validates that and the planetary movements in the sky validate that hour by hour so i'm going to get into all about that today and how you can use that to plan your day and know when you need some time off and take some time off and know when it's time to act and take action before we get into that today's episode is brought to you by the free online workshop that i'm offering called three mindset shifts to build confidence in teaching yoga which is available right now at quietmind.yoga confidence for a limited time and that is also a preview to the quiet mind yoga teacher training which is limited availability still open right now until a week from this goes out from when this goes out. So if you want to learn all about yoga and how to teach it and online and suddenly a whole world is online, this is going live during the coronavirus outbreak throughout the world where we're all at home and now the entire yoga industry is now suddenly online. So if you're interested in learning about yoga, meditation, mindfulness, how to apply that and teach that, with people all over the world. I just had yesterday when I'm recording this, I got to teach my largest online class yet with 144 people tuning in from all over the world to practice yoga and mindfulness. So if you want to understand how to do that step-by-step step in eight different styles of yoga, that's all in the teacher training at quietmind.yoga slash enroll. And you can get a feel for how I teach and how I teach yoga over at the Quiet Mind Yoga podcast for free as well, or over at that uh, website, quietmind.yoga slash enroll, where I talk all about what's inside the training, if that's something you're curious to check out. There's limited availability for that. And I just added a 12-month payment plan because I know right now, financially, it might not make a lot of sense to make any big invest investments in yourself right now, but there's never a wrong time to invest in yourself and your own personal growth. And that's why today I'm sharing all about this app called Align 27, which is totally free way for you to invest in your health and your body, mind, awareness. And it's really cool. So if you're on YouTube, uh, you can watch along if you're just listening. I'll explain things just as well as always. But you can find this over at the Quiet Mind Yoga YouTube channel if you want to see the visuals. So what I'm looking at up first here is the uh, sort of main page when you log into Align 27. It shows you what your day is. So there can be a green day, an amber day, or a red day. And it's just what it sounds like. So this is what makes astrology very immediately applicable for you and very tangible and practical and personalized. So uh, I really recommend you, you get this app and you check it out. It's the best I've seen. I, I checked out this app uh, a while ago, years ago, and it was not nearly where it is now. And it's come a long way where it's extremely valuable and useful. So you see right up top. Is today a green day where it's everything's green light, good to go? It's just things are going to go pretty smooth, not too much to worry about. Or is it an amber day where you want to be a little more cautious and take extra precautions to make sure things go well? Or is it a red day where uh, just lay out, just rest, recharge, do things that are not productive, 
Uh, don't even bother, you know, if you can, if you can, you know, we don't always have that luxury uh, and that privilege to get to do that. But when you do, uh, to know that you can take some time and when you have those moments to take them to rest. So, and then right below that, you see your timeline. It shows the actual graph of what's happening throughout the day. And they've implemented several different Ayur, or, uh, Vedic astrology techniques to, to calculate when are best times for taking action and when are the best times for resting. And the really cool, interesting thing about this is when I first found it and started using it months ago, and then uh, you're seeing, okay, this is pretty accurate, pretty helpful. And then it was really interesting to notice when I just put the, um, I put the notifications on, so it would tell me when the horror changed, the hour, there's a planetary uh, influence every hour. So it's based on the sunrise, and it's based on the day of the week. So for example, Sunday is the day of the sun. So when the sun rises on the horizon, that's the sun hora. And then from there, it progresses every hour, almost every hour, uh, through the planets. And every day starts with that. So Tuesday starts with Mars. Thursday starts with Jupiter, because the planets rule different days of the week. And just real briefly to cover that, if you're new to that, Sunday is the sun. Monday is the moon. Tuesday is Mars, Wednesday is Mercury, Thursday is Jupiter, Friday is Venus, and Saturday is Saturn. Some of these are easy to spot because of the connection of the, the language that we have. Obviously, Sunday with the sun and Saturday with Saturn, uh, things like that, Monday with the moon. And generally, those planetary influences are going to be strongest on those days. So on Sunday, it's best to do things that nourish your soul, that sort of bring out what lights you up. Now, Monday, it's a great day to do things that are more maternal and inward. And if you can, things like gardening, things like tending to your house, taking care of your house. And then Friday, things to do with Venus, like going on a date or uh, having just time with your partner and romantic time with your partner on, on Fridays. So Saturn, days of service, uh, discipline, things like that, right? So you get the idea. Uh, and then, so that's one aspect of the uh, planetary energies in the days of the week. But then there's also the planetary energies in the hours of the day. So then, for example, there's a Mars hour of the day. And that's a great time for Mars activities, like being very active and physical, working out, running, jogging. Uh, if there's like uh, important actions you need to take that take require energy and action doing that. And then when there's Mercury time, if there's business communications, technology things to do, the Mercury time is ideal for that. And then the really cool thing, like I was saying, is if you just sort of put that in the back of your mind, you're not even thinking about it. And then just randomly throughout the day, without even looking at the app in the morning, just have that running so you get notifications. And then you go check, you know, maybe you feel an energy shift in your day. It's like, I just feel like it's time to do something else. And you just check your phone. And that's happened to me so many times. Where it's like, I just feel like it's time to leave this situation or go to a different task or uh, just switch up what I'm doing right now. And I'll, I'll just happen to check my phone. It's like, oh, the horror just changed. Perfect. Okay, it's Jupiter time. Uh, maybe doing things like teaching like I do here or learning from a teacher, like reading a book or studying something that's interesting, philosophy, wisdom, these things to do with Jupiter. And if you don't remember the planets, go check out my free guide, quietmind.yoga slash astrology. You get the free guide to the planets. And you gotta check out all my previous podcasts about the planets if you want a refresher on that. 
So you get this idea of every hour there's planetary energies to work with. And then if you look at the timeline on the app, you see there's uh, times where it's uh, it can go from excellent to very good, to good, to neutral, to not good, and very bad to beware, which is uh, not on my list for today, uh, if you're looking at my chart, but there's some excellent moments and there's some not good moments. And it's it just blows my mind. Like I, I know I have a little bit of a confirmation bias being a Vedic astrologer, wanting to validate these things, uh, but I've tested it of just not even looking at it and just feeling into my day and then looking at the end of the day. And it's like, yeah, when it said that uh, it was the not good time, I felt not good. I felt like I just wanted to lay in bed. And, you know, there are times where in the past is maybe even more extreme. And maybe you felt that where there's times where you just feel way down. And that might be a red day for you where it's just like nothing seems to go right. You feel really off. And, uh, and that's okay, right? Sometimes you have a few of those in a row even, and that's okay. And it's just part of the cycles. Like everything is cyclical, right? And what is astrology but a way of measuring the cycles of time and what happens over time? So we get to understand that our energy is cyclical too. And this is really the timeline of your energy throughout the day. And it might not always be entirely accurate and it might not always resonate with you. We always have free will. Right? So one of my teachers would say we always have at least 40% free will, uh, but it's about 60% this external forces. And you know, from the yoga perspective, it's almost all everything we can't control. Almost everything around us we can't control. We can't even control our thoughts in our own mind because if you sit and try to stop your thoughts, it's not possible. But what we can control is which thoughts we choose to focus on and what we choose to give our energy and attention to. So having this timeline and this perspective of the red, amber, and green days is an external thing, and it is not what really predetermines your energy and your attention throughout the day. Because you can look at a red day and say, all right, I see, uh, you know, it's a red day, but I'm not going to let that ruin my day. I'm not going to become just, you know, a slug and do nothing. I'm still going to do my best to show up and, and engage with my work and, and show up for others and be playful and, you know, enjoy my day. But if I feel down and off and just lethargic, that's okay. I'm not going to try to force myself through that and and sort of negate my own internal wisdom and what my body says. And this chart just reflects, right? It's just a reflection of, uh, is this resonant for me or is it not? And if it's not, discard it. But if it is true and it validates your own experience and you find it helpful, then you might come back to it and reference it regularly. And you might even look at it in the morning and just say, okay, I just kind of plan my day, especially if you have a lot of freedom in how you plan your day. You might say, okay, I'm going to make sure I have uh, some rest time when it says not good, when it says beware. I'm not going to try to have an important conversation with my partner. I'm not going to uh, try to make any major decisions, right? Uh, but when it's excellent and very good, uh, if I have some important stuff to get done today, I'm going to try to fit that into that time and make sure that I, I do get to do that there because that's when it's going to be most optimal. And if you go down the page, there's even uh, it even sort of lays it out for you with golden moments. There's times uh, that are optimal, like really optimal for your, your work and success. Then there's productive moments, which are just good times for you know being productive, getting things done. And then there's silent moments, which are not good for getting things done, not good for being productive, but they are good for meditation, yoga, self-reflection, 
<clears throat> more internal time, more quiet time, or things like watching a movie, you know, just checking out, just, and, and, you know, I think it's very healthy to have times where you do nothing and you just sort of check out from life and get a reset and, and totally eliminate all resistance in your field and you just start over. And then you come back to your work, come back to whatever was challenging from a new perspective without resistance, because it's just inevitable if you're essentially like working in a direction, sort of moving your life in a direction of growth and positivity and positive change and new habits, there's inevitably going to be inevitably going to be a point where you get tired and you sort of hit a limit and you need to rest. And if you keep trying to force yourself through that and push through that, and some teachers will even really encourage that, especially in like business fields where you sort of sort of push and push harder and push through it. Uh, you're gonna burn out. It's inevitable. It's everybody burns out. Everybody gets tired. We're not machines. We need to rest and recharge. And that's what those silent moments are for. And they happen for everyone every day. So every day you have those silent moments and some days they're longer than others and that's okay. And you, if you can plan for that, go for it. Um, but again, this is all just really validating. And that's the way I find it most helpful not to plan your life, not to worry about it, not to let it sort of uh, discourage you. Like, oh, I'm having a red day. Nothing good's going to happen. I won't even try. Of course, I, I definitely don't encourage that. I say uh, use this as a tool to just do a little self-reflection and uh, validate. Okay, I do feel tired. I'm going to, uh, and I see it says it's a time to be lazy. So I'm going to be lazy. I'm just going to sit around. I'm going to meditate, take a nap. Uh, you know, watch a show, just do things for fun and uh, have no resistance. So it's important, I think, to have things in your life that have no resistance that you can go to when you do get tired, when you do need rest. And then there's even upcoming transits. So I actually have a paid version of this. I'm not sure what all is on the free version, but I'm pretty sure you see these upcoming transits. This is really cool because it's all personalized. Uh, so that's some fun stuff to look at, the cycles that you're going through right now. And then there's some rituals and things you can do, especially if it's a red day. There's some great recommendations of things you can do to navigate a red day. So again, I don't get paid for sponsoring or sharing this product and this app. Uh, there's a free version, so I'm just sharing a really helpful tool with you that I wish I had years ago and that if I was starting from scratch right now as a beginner in Vedic Astrology, I would definitely want to have this and uh, I definitely recommend it. And then at the bottom, there's some advanced tools, uh, but you can see the Hora is the one we're focusing on today where it shows what the current hour is and even shows recommendations of what to do. So right now we're in the Saturn Hora. Saturn is a teacher just like Jupiter and uh, it brings wisdom and patience and discipline and lessons over a long period of time. Also a great time for me to be teaching and sharing. Uh, and uh, if you're looking at the screen, it just showed that it's just switched to Jupiter right now. So uh, it's a great time for teaching uh, and Jupiter type things as well, being the teacher and sharing wisdom. So if there's a way in your life that you do that, uh, Jupiter time is ideal for that. And you can see the horror for the whole day. And I've played with planning my day around this and being very detailed. I think that can be a little overkill, right? So I think it's most helpful as a reflection tool, not as like a daily planner of like, okay, it's moon time. I'm only going to do moon related things. Um, Cause that can, 
that to me started to feel a little limiting and restrictive. Uh, so what, what I found most helpful is just having it in the background and checking in with it, especially in those days where it's like, I really want to get something done, but I just feel like I'm running uphill. Like there's so much resistance. Like what's going on? Check out the app. Oh, it's a red day. Okay. Uh, I had a, an Amber day a while ago where I, I went to record a podcast. I had to re-record the whole thing from scratch, even though I was like, I know it's an Amber day. I'm going to be extra meticulous, make sure I get this right. And I messed it up. Right. And then I had things like that where I just had to redo it. And it was irritating, but not debilitating. Right. So that's sort of the Amber day experience I've had. The red days, it's like often what I've experienced on red days so far is like, I just want a little bit of time for myself, but I've got somehow I just end up having so much external stuff scheduled where I've got to be here I'm teaching this class, this event booked for that. And then it's just suddenly the day just slips by and I didn't feel like I had any time for myself. Uh, and I had to find little moments just to sort of feel like I could recharge and recenter, especially for me, I'm, I'm an introvert. So I really thrive on having some alone time. Uh, and that's what the red days are like for me. So just notice what it's like for you. And I don't want to color your experience or tell you what you should experience or what you won't experience. Uh, but this is, again, I highly recommend you get this app, try it out. Pretty sure it's on Android and iOS. I'm on iOS. And then you can look at a planner. There's even a monthly planner. And this one, I'm pretty sure is, uh, it changes. Cause I've like, I've looked at it planned for the month ahead and then they changed. So don't give too much credence for that. Like next month, I've got tons of red and orange days. That's pretty rough. But I, from what I've seen, that changes when you, so just don't try to plan your life around this. Don't try to plan your hours and your months ahead, uh, especially the months because they change what the days are. And uh, I think the calculations are just constantly adjusting. I'm not sure. Maybe that's changed in the app, uh, but I wouldn't wouldn't plan too far ahead with that. Maybe a day or two. And then there's a lot of great mantras and meditations and rituals they recommend for the uh, different planetary aspects. And then they show the transits, uh, which is really cool. This is like getting a personalized horoscope. This is better than any other Vedic horoscope thing that I found anywhere. And I've looked at different websites, different apps. This one is very, very well, it does a very good job of calculating uh, your aspects, your chart holistically, close. It's about as close to a real astrologer as an app can get. It's not gonna see everything holistically, but it does give you um, like moon and what nakshatra it's in and which house it's in based on your moon sign. Uh, so that's very specific. It doesn't, doesn't play out the aspects and the other factors. So it's not fully holistic, but it does give you much more detailed uh, transits than, than most apps and uh, websites I've found. And there's even a little assistant thing so you can ask questions to it. It's not the most helpful, but you could play with that. Uh, I've, I've played with like, it gives, you can ask questions to it and get sort of a, a chat going with the app. Uh, but it just kind of reiterates what's already in the other pages of the app. And then there's other things uh, like the Panchang and the Panchak. These are much more uh, in-depth things that uh, really the horror is the one thing I want you to focus on for now. That's really helpful that you can apply right away. Uh, and it shows you, you know, things like happening right now and there's other factors. It's not too important to, to think about that too much because it does calculate that into your timeline for the day. So based on all those factors below, 
it gives you that sort of calculation, that total of like, okay, this time is optimal for you. And it's based on your birth date, your birth time, your birth chart. So all you need is that info, your birth info, to put it into the app and check it out. So if you find that helpful, I'd love to hear. Send me a message over on my Instagram at jeremy.quietmind or send me an email, jeremy at quietmind.yoga is the email address. And again, thank you for listening. You can check out my free online workshop. It's only going to be up for another week or so at quietmind.yoga slash confidence where I teach the three mindset shifts to build confidence in teaching yoga. Even if you're a total beginner and you just want to learn more about your own practice, that is one of the best ways to do it, to be a student, is to be a teacher of something. So you'll learn all about that there. And the Quiet Mind Yoga Teacher Training, the spring 2020 class is open right now for about six more days here. And that's at quietmind.yoga slash enroll. So thank you for listening. Like, subscribe, comment, share this with a friend. And I'll be back more with just uh, another episode about how to, uh, some of my favorite beginners tools for uh, Vedic Astrology in this season, all about beginner stuff. So I hope you're staying safe and stay well. And I look forward to sharing more with you soon on the Quiet Mind Astrology Podcast.